Major League Liberty. Defending life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And our happiness is always destroying the globalist agenda, exposing the flaws in fake news media, and of course, providing excellent entertainment. What is up, boys and girls? This is your boy, Liberty Logan, coming at you with another Liberty Wednesday. And uh, guess what? We don't have Troy here tonight. He had the night off, but I got my man, Zach, producing from the back. How's it going, my friend? What's going on, brother? Yeah, I'm going to catch you tonight. I know this is going to be the night that it's going to happen. I'm going to catch you tonight with your commentary that I know you're going to have a great commentary for, but I'm going to catch you. But until then, Liberty Logan's flying solo. This is going to be a great show that we have for you guys tonight. If you haven't seen me fly solo before, it's because I don't think you can handle it. And tonight, I don't think anybody can handle it. We're talking about Dan Crenshaw absolutely destroying the view. That's going to be phenomenal if you guys haven't seen that. We got the blue states trying and some of them succeeding to remove Trump from the ballot, which seems downright unconstitutional to me. But what do I know? I'm not a scholar and I'm not a lawyer, so eh, I guess they can do what they want. Uh, Facebook banning a bunch of right-wing uh, conservatives from social media and also Louis Farrakhan, who they labeled a right-wing extremist, which makes no sense to anybody. We'll be talking to that. And, of course, Barr apparently being held in contempt of court for actually following the law. We'll be talking about that, too. It's a great show. As always, we want your rants, 970-368-5658. If you have a rant that you want to leave on any of this, we will play it tonight because – it's going to be a good night. And we want your rants, especially those that might not agree with us. We definitely want your rants. So that's 970-368-5658, the rant line, 970-368-5658. But before I go into all that, as I always have to do a little shameless self-promotion, thank you so much for joining Major League Liberty on this Liberty Sunday. If it's your first time joining us, do not forget to type Liberty Prevails into the comments section. Typing Liberty Prevails into the comments section gives you text notifications of not just this show, but all of our shows throughout the week. It gives you tonight. It gives you Thursday night. gives you Monday night. gives you Sunday night with Ty, Jersey. gives you me and Troy, and it also gives you Louis the Liberty Machine Huey himself on Sunday. So do not forget to type Liberty Prevails into the comments section. Also, do not forget to check out our store. We have one. There are shirts. There will be hats if it's the last thing I do on the planet earth we will have hats in that store and also our cups are coming soon and it's uh made by a competitor to yeti so that's fun so go ahead and check that out also check out our website www.majorlyliberty.com did it all right shameless self-promotion over i'm very excited for the show and thank you all for joining us because this is going to be a heck of a show there have been so many just backroom weird things going on in the democratic party when it comes to William Barr, uh, just trying to hold him in contempt of court for actually following the law. Number one, number two, when he didn't show up for his second hearing, which was nothing more than a kangaroo court held by the Democrats, uh, Democrats lost their minds. So that's going to be fun. Um, also blue states trying to block Trump from the ballot and actually succeeding, but we're going to go ahead. We're going to start off tonight on a good note. We're going to start off tonight with Dan Crenshaw, a couple of clips of just him owning the view, which is absolutely amazing. So, Zach, if you want to get the first one queued up, Dan Crenshaw destroyed everybody on the view. They weren't ready for him. They should have been ready for him. 
but they're losers. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play that first clip. And now Trump wants to force asylum seekers to pay a fee. And you've spent part of your childhood in Ecuador and uh, Colombia. Hablas español, sí? Sí, claro. Sí. Mm -hmm. And uh, you understand then the um, kind of dire cir circumstances that these migrants are fleeing. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you would support this kind of idea. Well, so when I was growing up there, I had to have a visa. And that visa had to be, had to be um, renewed every so often. And if it wasn't, then I was illegally there. So what I'm getting at is every country has yeah. the right to own its own sovereignty. Every country has the right to manage who comes in and out of its borders. And right now, it feels as though the United States does not have that right. We had 103,000 people illegally crossing our border. And that was just in March. Okay, and it's on track to be even more than that this month. And by the way, Border Patrol thinks they only catch one in three. So you can actually triple that number. So we have no effective control over our borders right now. And on the fee part, what we should also note is that Actually, those, those illegal immigrants are already paying a fee. They pay a fee to the Mexican drug cartels. They have to. Mexican drug cartels have complete operational control of our southern border. So they pay a few hundred dollars just to walk across. Aren't you bunching everyone together when you're talking about undocumented immigrants? I mean, many of these people are seeking asylum. What happened right. to our country's promise of giving, give me your tired, your weak, and your but, poor? People that are truly coming here. Yes. So much yes. About 80-90% of those don't have a valid asylum claim once we actually get their documentation. So what and they've learned over the years is they need only to raise their hand and say they're claiming asylum and that they need a child with them. So our laws are, that are based on good intentions are actually incentivizing child trafficking. There was a woman who came into my office just the other day. Well, that has that fact, what you're saying actually has been debunked. If, if you look debunked. at, it I'm has, sorry. if you no, look at Latino not. justice, I, I, if you look I, at I, a lot I, of the, the, well, the I, research I with, that has been done. I deal with the Department of Homeland Security. And, and these are the numbers that are coming out. The vast out majority of the vast, Homeland the, Security well, okay, with Kirsten Nielsen. <laughs> but why? We'll explain why those are false then. Well, a lot of them are false. I mean, if you look at Ow. You're cases, just saying they're false. You're not providing evidence. Well, She's an expert, Logan. Please listen to her. Actually, in the case I'm sorry. Of false documents where other relatives identified themselves as okay, parents or tried things. to pass as minors themselves. So when you're talking about I mean, these this cases, is all she does every day. Only so 1% of the 31,000 you're referencing. You would think she would be better at it. During those five months actually were not related in some way that's now you're, you you've gone on to a different subject about about children with adults okay so the, i thought the, that's what you had just no, no, said. what i was saying is what, no matter what they're, <laughs> they're taking advantage of the asylum process there is another problem which you're which you're referencing of children being brought across with adults joy apparently that needs is a, a problem cough I was on the border for one day in, right. in grand valley they had 14 kids that it's were like identified the second as, time not, I've heard of as being with adults who were not their parents oh it continues the child trafficking well, it, it, what if it is? I mean, it doesn't. It incentivizes yes, human the trafficking, and the border patrol ahead. actually see the same kids come across over and over again. I, go ahead. Yeah. I was just curious. Do you think this has been exacerbated by the guy in the White House? Because I have to tell you, we've oh, always known that there were people who were trying to find asylum. Now, some people can do it, and no one ever knows that they don't have their visas. Mm -hmm. And some people do it, and. And they, they do it the right way. But haven't we sort of set ourselves up for this? Because it seems to me when you what? start the conversation by these people are, uh. you sort of set a precedent. And for me, if you're worried about the border, then you have to really sort of take a look at 
what we can do instead of making it about them and us. Well, here's what we do. We actually close the loopholes that we have. We make sure that people who have valid asylum claims can be processed quickly. We need more immigration judges at the points of entry. We need more detention facilities and bigger processing centers so we uh -huh. can hold them, adjudicate their case. If uh -huh. it's found not to have a valid case, they're sent back immediately. And if they found to have a valid case, they're coming in. I think if you do that, you send a message that says you're no more catch and release. Because right now we have catch and release but, where they come in and they're just released and they say, hey, please come back at a later date. And they never do. So this what, is a real what, problem. What, what, Shocker. Is that he wants to cut aid to these countries, Nicaragua and the rest of them coming in. Does, isn't that a more effective way to deal with immigration by helping these countries rather than building a wall? Yeah, I, I think it's part of the solution. It's got to be holistic. So there's 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 been a... Do you disagree with Trump? Well, uh, there's a misnomer that we've always been trying to build a giant wall and then clean our hands of it. That, mm -hmm. That's never been the case. That's never been the plan. Part, more immigration judges has always been part of the plan. That's actually just in the recent proposal. Um, walls where that makes sense has always been part of the plan. I think we do need a development story or a development plan in these countries. Listen, um, humanitarian aid didn't help them before, and taking it away isn't going to change the process now. I would, I would, I would really take it away. Trump is using that as a negotiation strategy to try and get them to take some kind of control over what's happening, um, and we'll see if that if that occurs. All right, so I mean, just laid out plain and simple. This is why I love Dan Crenshaw. He doesn't go in for any of that weird emotional bullcrap. He doesn't say it's like, oh, they're seeking asylum, and he just leaves it at that. No, he even said eighty to ninety percent of them do not have legitimate asylum claims. And your country being poor is not a legitimate asylum claim for the U.S. You actually have to be under real threat of death or real threat of persecution for asylum to actually work in the u.s and anywhere else by the way i mean it's not like we're doing anything that's completely unprecedented and when i mean i can't help but Whoopi goldberg is like oh when you say these people versus us and they bring up the whole thing bring bring us your tired your weak your poor your meek all that it's like yes absolutely that says that on the statue of liberty and i'm not saying it doesn't but at the same time we weren't just meant to be the dumping ground for everybody across the entire world that ever lived in a poor country. That is not what that meant. It's like, give us your best. That's what we were saying is give us your best plain and simple. And I mean, this is like this whole border debate. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Yes. We need a wall where it makes sense. Absolutely. We do. Because if we do not have a wall where it makes sense, then the cartels have complete operational control over our southern border, which is not something that anybody wants. And they're completely negating this fact on the view. They don't even think that it's a real thing. They just think that everybody coming over the border has nothing to do with cartels and they just want to come over here for a better life. And I'm not saying that many of them don't want to just come over here for a better life, but the plain and simple fact is that the cartel does have operational control over our border because we refuse to gain operational control over our border. Border patrol agents want to have operational control over our border. They do not want these good people getting in the hands of cartels. They do not want these good people being at the whims of the cartels. Now I'm going to throw it back to my man, Zach, because you guys haven't heard a lot of his commentary, but I want that to be a thing tonight. Zach, how do you feel about this entire thing? Well, I just had a question for you, Logan. What do yep. you, why do you think the Dems are so against a merit-based system? A merit-based system? I don't know. They're going to go with a bunch of moral arguments on why they're against a merit-based system. And, you know, honestly, some of them I kind of agree with when it comes to a merit-based system is because, like, a lot of these people in a lot of these countries haven't had an opportunity to gain a whole lot of merit. Okay, fine. You know, good point. But at the same time, a lot of these people had had the opportunity and just don't want to work in their own country and they want to come over here and take advantage of our very generous, very 
ridiculous, I would say, social security programs and social welfare welfare programs. They want to come over here and take advantage of welfare. I'm not saying that's all of them. A lot of them do want to come over work and have a better life. But at the same time, we have to be able to vet those people and be able to let in the people that actually do want to come over here to have a better life and go through the steps to be able to make that happen. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy to come over the border legally, and I do think that we should make it easier. Personally, I really do. I think we should make it an easier process to come over the border easily and legally. But at the same time, if you're not even going to go through the steps to do that now, why should we believe that you're coming over here for a better life and you're willing to work? It just doesn't make any sense to me. But that's where I stand on the whole thing. I mean, Joy Behar absolutely choked up when <laughs> he was talking. I mean, so did Whoopi Goldberg. And she's all talking about otherizing people and everything like this. And it's like, look, we're not otherizing people. We're just saying we do have the right as a sovereign nation to control who does come in and out of our country and who becomes a citizen of said country. I don't understand why that's such a huge, like, I mean, even Dan Crenshaw, like she was talking about, oh, you lived across, like overseas for a while. And he's like, yeah, when I lived overseas, I had a visa. I had to be able to prove that I was a citizen of that country. I had to renew it. And if not, I was there illegally, just like everybody else. I don't understand why this is such a huge deal. Well, the other thing I don't understand, Logan, is why. Okay, if you're not going to go off Depart Department of Homeland Security's numbers, where are you getting your numbers? What? Yeah, you may not you may not like them because it's Trump it's Trump's administration, but where? Who else does this? The UN? No, I don't think so. How would they know? Well, yeah, the UN doesn't. I mean, you bring up a really good point on that because he did challenge. I forget whatever her name is on the View. He did challenge her, saying, "Hey, it's like or well, I'm." I'm sorry. She challenged him. He said, no, this is, that's absolutely been debunked. And she's like being debunked by who? And he's like department of Homeland security, the people that are actually gathering the numbers. That's who has been debunked by when she had an opportunity to actually cite her own, her own sources. She had nothing. She had nothing. I mean, she had nothing to say yet. This has been debunked by these people. Absolutely nothing. And look, it has been debunked. What he was talking about. There are many many people showing up with children at the border who are not their own children claiming asylum and using kids to do this. And it's absolutely disgusting. And we really need to de-incentivize it. It's, it's one of the worst things that this country has done in a long time by incentivizing people to come here, kidnap children and gain entry into the U S for whatever nefarious reasons they feel like doing it just because they have a child with them. And they're claiming that child is their own or their relative, their niece, nephew, whatever it may be. It's disgusting. I mean, these children are being ripped from their parents. They have no idea what's going on. And I mean, like Democrats are always talking about, oh, you're separating children from the parents at the border. Number one, we don't know how many children are actually separating from the real parents at the border simply because of this. Number two, you can't keep children in prisons, which is why we're doing that. And the whole Democratic push to say that you can't separate children from the parents led to children being kept with their parents in these places. And now they don't like that either. They have absolutely no solution for the Southern border. Their solution is simply open up the entire Southern border and let everybody come across because they want voters. That's it. They want voters. They want people to vote for them in the upcoming election say, Oh yeah, we'll make all of you citizens as long as you vote Democrat. And I don't care who those people are. They could be child molesters. They could be murderers. They could be drug traffickers doesn't matter. Just open up the border. Let them all come in. Yes, we'll get a lot of people that just want a better life or we'll get a lot of people that are absolutely slugging off of our uh, welfare system. 
I mean, that's pretty much it. Real quick, Logan. I mean, the whole border debate is so stupid to me, dude. I just, I don't get it. Real quick, Logan. Did you uh, see the jobs report released not too long ago for April? Oh, I did. I did happen to see the jobs report. Where are all these jobs going to be for all these people that are coming across the border? So you're right on the welfare. It's just going to tax the hell out of the welfare system. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. If we have all these people who are undocumented going for the jobs and going for all this, then why do we have more jobs than people looking for work in the United States? I mean, we don't have more welfare than people looking for welfare in the United States. We have more jobs than people looking for jobs in the United States. And this is like all these immigrants are supposed to be the doing the jobs or seeking the jobs that no American wanted to do. So where are they? Why aren't they doing them? And I mean, you can make some BS argument that, oh, they're undocumented, they're illegal. It's not that hard to get a work visa to come over here. Plain and simple. But anyway, let's go ahead and move on to the next clip, Zach, if you can go ahead and get this one set up. This is uh, him destroying Joy Behar personally. And the reason I chose this clip is because CNN Politics put it out, and they actually said that this was a clip of him knocking Trump, which is hilarious. Let's go ahead and play it. Right now, I wonder in a position like yours where you do have you support the president and you don't agree with everything, but support a lot of the policies, how you grapple with having your character mm -hmm. and reading his tweets and seeing how he can't accept. He can't apologize for things. He can't accept when he's wrong. How do you grapple with just that character? How do you support a guy when you're so different? Well, I support his policy agenda. I don't have to support every character flaw that he has. You know, we can we can have multiple ideas in our head at the same time, right? And I, I don't I don't have to try and defend his character flaws because they are. They don't, and it does make it does make the call for civility more difficult. Um, and 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 I set a baseline after after the SNL thing. Why what I wrote in the Washington Post was just don't insult each other, okay. right? You know, attack ideas. Then let's go after those ideas wholeheartedly. I know I do, but. You don't have to insult and you don't have to you don't have to make disingenuous attempts to undermine character. The president's it's, not listening to you, though. <laughs> nobody is. <laughs> I'm not sure anybody no. is these days. Oh, no. it's just the president. It's gotten better. But if we can all be part of the solution, I think. And, uh, and again, that's a low bar. Just don't insult each other. But, you know, <laughs> you look you look at any member of Congress's Twitter feed. All it is is insults. It's they not just that, comments. though, with him. It isn't just that. <clears throat> Let's talk oh, about you know, the fact that he met with Putin for 90 minutes this week or last week and never once brought up the fact that Russia, Russia it, it interfered Russia. in Russia mm -hmm. and he never brought it up. How is it that the Republican Party, your colleagues, can stand by this man when he is involved in this way? With okay, can we pause it there? I know you hate this, Zach, because it makes the video choppy, but can we just pause it there really quick? Because she keeps bringing up this whole Russia, Russia like got themselves involved in our elections. Guess what? That happens all the time. This is not the first time this ever happened. And they're not the only country that's ever gotten themselves involved in our elections and try to sway them one way or the other. And a lot of other countries did a whole hell of a lot more than a bunch of Twitter trolls and $700,000. If you think that swayed the election, just look at how many millions of dollars Hillary Clinton spent on her campaign. If you think that's way the election, you're absolutely ridiculous, plain and simple. I mean, that's absolutely stupid. Russia, Russia got involved involved in our elections, tried to sway our elections. Guess what? So does everybody else, and we do it to them. This is nothing new. I remember when this entire Russia collusion BS story came out. They were talking to a uh, 
expert in, I believe, cybersecurity. And they were asking her, how often does this happen? And like she straight up said on CNN or MSNBC, one of the two, that this happens all the time. Like this has been happening for a very long time and we need beefier cybersecurity to combat this. And guess who just signed an executive order to get more beefy cybersecurity? President Donald Trump. But anyway, let's continue with Joy Behar's deluded BS. Flag pins anymore on Republicans who don't stand up against this guy for Russian meddling and other things that he's done. It seems as though he's unpatriotic. How do you how do you what do you say to that? I think I think we're overstating it. I mean, first of all, that that meeting was was regarding Venezuela. And I will give give you this. The president has a bad habit of repeating what Putin says to the public. <laughs> and you know he shouldn't do that. But he also has a pretty good habit of taking actions and putting in policies in place that are that are vehemently counter Russia. Just off the top of my head, as I'm thinking about it, let's think about these. Okay, so putting um, lethal aids in Ukraine, actually killing Russian militants in Syria, bombing Syria chemical weapons. What I saw this is Russia's ally. Um, uh, pressuring the Europeans to spend more on their defense, to use our natural gas instead of Russian natural gas. None of these things are good for Russia. All right. And then let's look at what, so what, the, what this president play, has he's done. He's playing Putin? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying his, his action. our democracy oh, I'm here, get our to that. election. I'm going to get to that in a second. So on the, on the cyber defense side, this is an right. extremely important part. And it's bipartisan in nature. Uh, this administration has put way more funding into our cybersecurity um, defenses, as well as working for the first time, working with all 50 states and their mm -hmm. election teams to make sure that there are best practices involved, to make sure that there's proper information sharing, to make sure that we actually are protecting our election. This is all new. So I you're wanna, saying wanna, the policy doesn't always match the rhetoric. Th that is that is true yeah. sometimes. So it's really yes. happening. He's just not telling us it's happening. <laughs> it should. And also, and the, well, he just signed an executive order this last week that that increases the ability for us to hire more of a cyber workforce. This is huge. Because right, that's exactly what we need in the government. So we right should now. just ignore all the dumb things he says. No, you should take it into context. You should definitely criti criticize away well, when, when you don't like do. what he says. We but we got to put everything in context as far as like what really is our strategy and what are the policies we're actually putting in place. All right, hold that right there. We're going to talk more. We'll be right back with Congressman Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go, folks. Congressman, or she said Congress, well, yeah, representative. So Congressman Dan Crenshaw just put it perfectly. It's like, look, you do not have to celebrate all of President Trump's character flaws, which he does have some. I mean, some of them I personally like. I like it when he actually fights back on Twitter and actually does his thing. But you have to look at his policies. When it comes to Russia, he has not been a friend of Russia. He's arming people in the Ukraine against the Russians that are trying to take the Ukraine yet again. He has killed Russian operatives in syria i mean what what else does he have to do except go to war with russia which apparently hillary clinton wanted to begin with and i'm not a fan of war i do not want us to go to war with russia or anybody else i don't want us to go to war with china i mean if we have to we have to but at the same time if you can avoid it then avoid it and she brought up i believe the 90 minute phone call that president donald trump did have with vladimir putin here like not too long ago where apparently they were just like they had a little snarky remarks about the whole Russia collusion thing. Guess what? It's because both of them knew it didn't happen. Vladimir Putin has been laughing at Democrats for over two years now because he knows that he did not collude with Trump. Trump knows that he did not collude with him. And this entire thing, if anything Russia had to do with it, was getting us to fight each other over some absolute bullshit. And you know what? If that was $700,000 worth of that working, then it was the best $700,000 that Russia ever spent because it actually has worked. 
which is really sad. I mean, even after this entire thing came out, even after the Mueller report came out saying no collusion, now it's like saying that we can't exonerate him of con obstruction of a crime that he never committed, even though he gave complete access to his entire White House, to the entire Mueller team. Apparently, there was some sort of obstruction of justice for a crime that never happened. And that's what Democrats are going off of now. They will not stop. It is absolutely relentless. I remember a year ago on this show where I was saying, it's like, I can't wait for all this to end. Maybe this will be the thing that ends it. I was naive. It's never going to end. This is going to continue to 2020 and beyond. They're constantly going to be pushing this. They have absolutely no care in the world about Hillary Clinton and her destroying documents, getting federal or I'm sorry, opposition research on the candidate Donald Trump from a foreign source. They don't care about any of that. They don't care about any of that. They only care about this fake Russia collusion story and they will never, ever let it go. And we have more evidence of that coming up. But going on to our next topic, our next topic, not only are they trying to do this, but blue states are trying to ban Trump from the election, which is absolutely ridiculous. They're trying to get his name wiped off the ballot completely, and it's actually succeeded in California. So, Zach, if you can get that clip queued up, we can go ahead and talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to play a clip by TYT afterwards talking about this and then giving the absolute dumbest answers ever which doesn't surprise me at all about TYT, but you guys will see. Let's go ahead and play this. Presidential candidates, of course, have been releasing their tax returns since the 1970s consistently. But in the last election, President Trump refused, saying he was under an audit. Democrats will not let the issue go away. In the House, they have issued subpoenas to get those tax returns. And now in 17 states, there are bills pending that would keep the president of the United States off the ballot in 2020 if he doesn't release his taxes. Most of the states were won by Hillary Clinton in 2016, and in four of them, the bills have passed in the Senate, Washington, Hawaii, Illinois, and this week in California. Three of the states were won by Trump, Arizona, Mississippi, and the critical state of Pennsylvania. Democrats say it's about trust and transparency. Yeah. Tax returns just go to the core of your true financial interests. And, and obviously it's just unprecedented for President Trump not to release his taxes. No one's ever even imagined. That Actually, it's not unprecedented. So I think it's a legitimate public policy issue. Nah. Didn't start till 1970. Or you there is have to release their tax right. returns and the Constitution only lays out a handful of requirements to be president. One must be 35 years old, a resident within the United States for 14 years and a natural born citizen. So the legal debate is whether states which are in charge of conducting elections have the authority to add new requirements for candidates to appear on their ballot. The Constitution has spoken to that. And if you want to change the qualifications for the presidency, including if you want to add a qualification that says you have to release your tax returns, you need to amend the Constitution to do that. The Washington State Attorney General, a Democrat who is rumored to be a potential candidate for governor now that the governor of Washington is running for president, gave the legislature the legal opinion that a court would likely conclude the states have the power to adopt this new requirement. But Democrats are being called hypocrites because the bill only applies to candidates for president and the sponsor of the bill in Washington refused to release her taxes. Anita? Weird! Dance. Sponsor of the bill refuses to release her taxes, yet she is going to try to pass a bill that she sponsored to get President Trump to release his. 
I mean, he says he's under an audit. Number one, an audit is not a good thing. But at the same time, does anybody actually believe? Like, I mean, think about this. Does anyone actually believe President Trump does his own taxes? Zach, do you think President Trump does his own taxes? Uh, I don't even do my own taxes, Logan. Thank you. Thank you. He trusts somebody else to do his taxes. And I mean, yes, he's under audit, blah, blah, blah. We'll see where the audit goes. But I don't understand the value of actually knowing what is in his tax return or actually knowing about his taxes. I mean, like, let's let's do a little deja vu back to Rachel, Rachel Maddow saying that she had Trump's tax return and that was a huge thing for her. And uh, it flopped completely because there was absolutely nothing there. If he does release his taxes, I mean, call me a mind reader. Call me seeing into the future saying I'm just like maybe making a weird prediction. I don't think anything is going to come of that either. I mean, everyone's like talking about this like, oh, he's trying so hard to become the president of the United States so he can get his own thing for the Trump Tower in Russia. That's what this is all about. Like they were trying to build a Trump Tower in Russia. And he is saying that he had he was talking to Russian oligarchs and all this. Number one, if you're doing anything in Russia because it is a communist state, plain and simple, you have to talk to the oligarchs. Otherwise, it's not going to get done. But do you think he did this entire thing? Ran for president of the United States. One started absolutely destroying everything that was beforehand, building up our economy just putting all these sanctions on Russia just so he get a Trump tower built in Russia. That is the weakest argument I've ever heard in my life. It's absolutely ridiculous. Zach, I'm bringing you in on this and I think I actually got you this time. I think I did. I got him. But anyway, yes, if you actually think that any of that was so Trump could get a Trump tower built in Russia, you are a fool. You would have gotten that anyways. And who cares if he's trying to build a Trump Tower in Russia? Who cares about his taxes? Who cares about his tax returns? Do I think the guy that like he was absolutely just funneling all of his money out of the country and not paying any kind of money in taxes to the United States, it's been proven wrong already. It will get proven wrong again. And by the way, I would just like to bring up the simple fact that it is not a law that the president of the United States has to release his tax return. Nowhere in the law, nowhere in the Constitution, nowhere anywhere to say any public official has to release their tax return. Nowhere. It is absolutely ridiculous that we're even talking about it. But regardless, that is the entire basis of all these states trying to pass bills to get President Trump's name removed completely from the ballot because he did not release his tax returns. Plain and simple. I personally think it's ridiculous, but I would love to hear from my followers. So if you have a rant on this, don't forget the rant line is 970-368-5658 to leave your rant. 970-368-5658 to leave your rant. Now, I know that they say this this has been happening since the 70s and everyone's released their tax returns, but at the same time, who cares? I don't – who looks at them? I don't. I don't care. I really, really, really don't care. All the good that he's done for the economy, all the good that he's done for America, all he's pushed back against Russia, all he's pushed back against China. Do I really care about his tax returns? Not in the slightest. It is none of my business. 
It's not a your business. It's not anyone's business besides him and the IRS. That's whose business it is. And this is not the first time Democrats have used the IRS to try to target somebody. The Democrats under Obama use the IRS to target the Tea Party. They use the IRS to target target many, many, many conservative groups unconstitutionally. But anyway, let's see what TYT has to say about this entire thing, given just the dumbest answers of anybody I've ever known. And even at the same time, still kind of defending Trump because they really can't find a justification for this entire thing. Zach, whenever you're ready, roll the clip, man, because TYT is just so much fun. The California State Senate just passed a law that Donald Trump is definitely gonna love. They passed this bill on Thursday. They approved a bill to require candidates appearing on the presidential primary ballot, including President Trump, to release five years worth of income tax returns. And if they do not release those, they will not end up on the primary ballot, which could become an issue going down the line if you want to accrue- Why? He's not gonna win California. Now they actually passed a similar bill back in 2017, but Governor Jerry Brown, uh, then governor, uh, didn't sign it. He also, by the way, didn't release his own tax returns. Interesting coincidence there. (laughs) Uh, A spokesman for Governor Gavin Newsom told the AP that if the bill was sent to Newsom's desk, it would be evaluated on its own merits. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know what other merits you would use to evaluate a piece of legislation. Uh, It certainly sounds though like he does not want to go on the record. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely the type of Senate bill that you should be expecting moving forward to presidential um, debates going forward. But the one thing that I know is going to happen for sure is simply put, no conservative. By the way, guys, I'm going to have to talk over this a lot. Otherwise, TYT is definitely going to file a claim on us. So, Well, Bernie hasn't released his. Forgive me. Eight years. Oh, wait. So Trump still has not responded to that. And we're just going to move forward again. It's it's. He's waiting for Hickenlooper. It's it's. It's frustrating because you would expect it that, simply put, anyone who's going to be looking to represent this country would go forth and be okay with showing that they represent this country as most citizens do and pay their tax and don't have any uh, shady business going on behind the scenes. He said during his campaign he used the loopholes that everybody uses, including your god queen Hillary. Screw you, you British. In 2016, it was relentless and nothing seemed to move the the meter in the favor of Donald Trump coming forth and releasing these taxes. And then eventually when it did, the whole blow up was there was a mad L special on looking at attack returns which was a tiny snippet yeah. of what it, it was like the, the cover page with nothing else so it was the receipt from turbo yeah, exactly <laughs> no it was his taxes <laughs> five years ago I get it it's actually taken seriously then that's something that everyone should consider but republicans are just tear yeah. up and touch in the trash anyway. when you think about the requirements people have to go through to get any job mm-hmm. and somehow um we're allowed to have this conversation about whether or not the president uh, can release his tax returns so we can know if he has the best interest in heart of America versus How does that show you that? He cares about his own interests in the first place. That's that's you can't dispute that argument. We know that he's worried about his own interests. He halfway said it himself. Um so if you oh, want to find Eddie, out Eddie, did you infer some BS own self-interest, it's part of the things you look at. Man, you cannot get a job as a park ranger without them finding out whether or not yes, you, you can. Okay, no, all right, I can't. I'm gonna do it to you again, Zach. No, pause it there. You may be a ranger. I can't. I can't. I can't do this with these idiots anymore. I really can't. Bend it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, we're gonna play the whole thing because they go into even more ridiculous premises. Okay, so we gotta release his tax return, (laughs) so we can see 
whether or not he has the best interests of this country at heart or whether he has his own interests at heart. How is that going to show you that, you idiot? How about the best economy we've had in decades, lowest minority unemployment since 1969, the best job growth since 1969? Our economy is absolutely booming. If he has his own interests at heart, He's a businessman, so I guess that helps him. But at the same time, how does that not help you? And this whole, I mean, this notion is so stupid that if you release somebody's tax returns, all of a sudden you understand like the inner workings of his soul or whatever. It is the dumbest thing. It is, I mean, I cannot even believe that guy said it. He doesn't believe in himself. He's just saying things to try to, <laughs> to uh, dude, play the clip. I'm, I'm about to have an aneurysm. This is ridiculous. I, I can't. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. Park. Mm -hmm. And you may be a range of a park in your state that's an oh acre. Oh, my God. You do not go through park rangers taxes. You're not a bad no. guy. And if you say, you know, I don't, I'm not going to submit to the background check, no. You'd be like, okay, we'll move along. Mm -hmm. But the president of the United States, I'm not giving you anything that's going to let you know how potentially horrible I can be. Because I just don't feel like it. And you're going to figure that out from tax returns. Yeah, you're I don't know anything about that. it. Okay, no, hold on, stop again, dude. I can't, I can't. I can't. Part of running. I can't. I don't know what jobs you guys have had, but not a single job I have ever had in my life, and I have worked for state and local government, has ever gone through my tax returns to see if maybe I owe money to the state or maybe I have some foreign business interests. That is the most ridiculous point I've ever heard in my life. That is absolutely stupid. And I mean, like, not only that, but the fact that you can get somebody's tax returns and all of a sudden it just, like, reveals their heart and it's some form of a background check. He went through a background check to become president. He got vetted and nothing came up. Nothing. And he's now now this idiot is equating background checks to tax returns. What else do they want from you? What else do they want to see from you? They want your entire life story to see if there's absolutely anything that they can attack ever. That's all they want. They want your entire life story so they can say, oh, hey, you tripped over a rock one time and we have video of it. Oh, don't you look stupid? That's it. That's it. That's all Democrats want. All of your private information every time. That's it. That's all they want. Go ahead. Continue playing the clip so he can continue proving me right. But we, we, we've allowed ourselves to, to put this hierarchy of responsibility for people. If you're a low, normal citizen, oh, run through the gauntlet. If you've gotten to this point that where you're a leader of a country now, do whatever you want. And I don't know how <clears throat> we allow ourselves to... To believe this, why we put what we there's so much self hatred in this country. You're like, yeah, screw me over all you want, but you who screw me over, have at it, free reign. Where's the what anger? What the hell is he even talking about? about this is such nonsensical bullshit. Down when they want to place blame instead of looking up and and understanding that the reason we have so much of a complicated discussion around how people become billionaires is because we don't want to actually crack open the nut and figure out the discrepancies within the system that allow someone like Donald Trump with these handouts, with these consistent business dealings oh, to try that's and how explore he how he came oh, to it. Like, we should all take what that goes class. On within the system. People talk so much yeah. about taxpayer money is going to this, taxpayer money is going out. We're going to save you on taxpayer money. So if you're having a president, 
who's literally running a campaign based on the fact that he's going to give tax breaks to a certain amount of people, which he talked about in his uh, campaign, then why yeah, are you not to looking everybody? at his right. looking at the ways in which he's able to manage his wealth? He even said he was using the loopholes that were already in the tax system. You start to realize Freaking British idiot. Uh, disproportionate amounts of wealth that are put, uh, passed around the American economy. Because if they open up theirs, all of a sudden, the, the, the Republican Actually, I don't know that's British. British. I'll figure out. Nice. And nobody wants to look at their own. If they you start looking up, they're going to have to start looking at They've directly said it. They said if, if you let the IRS get in, into all of his business, he can get big into all of your business. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guess uh -huh. what? Uh -huh. Business. business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. I, I okay, to... let's pause right. that right there. Right. The he literally the, just the said, time, I will allow the IRS to get into any of my business that they so choose as long as they get into President Trump's. This is the president. If they can do this to the president, they can do this to anybody. I mean, Zach, are you comfortable? I'm not. And I don't even know tax code or any of that because. That's the reason I'm uncomfortable with it. Are you comfortable with the IRS being able to do whatever they want to to you personally? Uh, no, but I'd say abolish the IRS, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Taxation is theft. This entire thing is a racket of theft. And if Donald Trump found some loopholes and some workaround to that theft, good on him in my opinion. I don't care. I wish that he would just teach me those loopholes. I wish that he would show me how he did it. Yeah, Other that's, than all, that, that's all you need to know, shit. Logan. Yeah, you don't you don't need to uh, you know put money out there to make money and all that other stuff that you heard before. You just need to know the loopholes. A guy like you and I, I mean, we can go from what we're doing now to millions in no time. We just need to find that course, buddy. Absolutely, man. We just need to find loopholes. Maybe not. Maybe we'd make hundreds of thousands. I don't know about millions, <laughs> but I don't know if we're that good. But at the same time, like, look. The guy even said during his presidential campaign that, yes, I am a rich guy. I am a member of the elite. I am a member of the 1%. And, yes, I use the tax loopholes that all of them use. This is nothing, like, secret to these guys. They all use it. And you have these idiots from TYT acting like he's the first person in history to ever do what he did to use tax loopholes to keep more of his own money that he earned. I don't care if he's a billionaire. I don't care if he's a zillionaire. If he earned that money through legitimate transactions, he should be able to keep it plain and simple. And the IRS should get their asses out of it, plain and simple. I don't know why this is such a hard thing, Zach. I really don't. Don't just shake your head at me. You give me commentary. I'm putting you on the spot tonight. What do you feel about this? Uh, it's TYT. I feel we should end it, but yeah. No, there's still more. We have to show more. We have to show everybody what the other side is saying because – this is important because they're fumbling over their own words to try to explain why this is a good deal. Continue well, playing the clip. Here's before I do that. Here's one thing that I did notice. Uh, is it on the bottom of the clip right now? Yes, it is. Yep. So if you'll notice on the bottom of the clip, let me sell it so you can see it there. Mm -hmm. California's brilliant plan to get Trump off the ballot. Logan, brilliant. How, how do you feel? Or Okay, so Hillary was on the ballot. You dislike her. You dislike her politics. You dislike yeah. a few of the things she does, right? Yeah. 
a lot of things. Do you want to completely shut her down and and whatever, or do you want you know the election to go as it's supposed to go and 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 let the best man or woman win? As it, scary of a concept as it is, I absolutely want her to be on the ballot. I want Bernie Sanders to be on the ballot. I was actually having a conversation about this today. Yeah, whoever wins, whoever it is. But no, they want to. We are offered a choice. Down. It's just like yeah. Twitter bans. It's just like Facebook bans. They want to do anything they can and everything they can to completely get rid of you the way they they see fit. Absolutely, and that's what it is. It's shutting down the free speech. I highly, highly dislike the entire Clinton family. Do I think they should ever be banned from a ballot? Absolutely not. Nope. I highly dislike Kamala Harris. Do I think she should ever be banned from a ballot? Absolutely not. It's all about who has the best argument to the American people and what the American people feel at the time. Plain and simple. There's a reason we have the Electoral College so that all the people on the coast can't completely run roughshod over everybody in the middle of America like I am, even though my state of Colorado is sadly turned to a communist republic under Polis. But at the same time, do I want her off the ballot? No. It would not be fair. It would not be a fair fight to have her off the ballot. What I want is I want the American people to wake up, do their own research, figure out what people are saying, learn history, and then vote on people as they see fit. And if it goes against the way that I think it should go, fair enough. But here's, at least it was a fair fight. And here's the, I guess, the point that I was uh, coming to on that. We're not talking about just a candidate right now, like Hillary and, and like 2016. Both of them were just candidates. Yeah. We're talking Very about true. banning a, a sitting president off of the election for his reelection. Exactly. Oh. Ban him completely from the ballot when he is the sitting president of the United States. Now, this has only gotten passed in four states, California, Hawaii, I believe Washington, and I think the other one was Illinois. I could be completely wrong about that, but that's where I think it was. Um None of those were going to go to Trump anyway. Hawaii, definitely not, with Maisie Hirono being one of the representatives. California has never voted like for a Republican in my lifetime. Uh, but, I mean, just to not even have it on the ballot means that they're going to go for the popular vote stance once this election happens. And they're not going to count the millions of votes from the people of California, Hawaii, Illinois, Pennsylvania, for the people who actually did vote for Trump. They're not going to count that in the popular vote. Those states are probably going to go Democrat anyway. Let's just be honest. But they're not going to count those in the popular vote. Now, all of a sudden, even if Trump does lose, which I do not think is going to happen, all of a sudden, the popular vote margin is going to be raised a whole lot because those votes were not counted. And it's going to go more towards eliminating the Electoral College and taking us down towards the path of a pure democracy, which this country was never supposed to be. Because a pure democracy is two wolves fighting over who will have the sheep for dinner. We're a constitutional republic. We really need to realize what's happening here and try to keep it. But Trump's not the only person getting banned. Let's go ahead and play a little bit more of this TYT thing because I think it's going to give me another aneurysm and then we'll stop it. The incredibly suspicious. I mean, suing Deutsche Bank and stuff like that. Uh, in terms of an individual state passing a bill like this, I could, I could take it or leave it. It it makes me pretty uncomfortable, honestly. I think that if they want to use that Treasury uh, Department uh, uh, regulation to allow them to get access to it, which is 100% legal, they should do that. If the Southern District uh, needs to get it, they should do that. If they're going to get it from Deutsche Bank, that's fine. Um, 
and perhaps it has come to this. I preferred when it was a norm that people yeah. abided by at this level, um, and and I, I don't, I don't like to run my um, my political ideology via fears over you know slippery slopes or anything like that. Bullshit. But I mean, it wouldn't be that difficult for us to come up with some other ridiculous uh, imposition that a Republican legislature mm -hmm. might put on presidential candidates. I mm -hmm. suppose I don't think this is one of those, but I think that it could be spun that way. And so this particular implementation of wanting to get Trump's um, tax returns, I'm not necessarily very supportive of, but I do think that we should get access to them, and I am worried about what we find in them. Why? I know it's Why do you but think? Also, okay, you know, so we're worried about implications. Implications on. Why? Why do you think you should get his tax returns? What about that is so important to everybody? Him as a private citizen releasing his entire tax returns to everybody. Why? Why? I don't get it. If you get it, then call the rant line 970-368-5658. Call the rant line and tell me why people, even in office, should release their tax returns. You know, keeping in mind, this is the thing that really gets at me. Keeping in mind that the sponsor of this bill completely refuses to release their own tax returns and they're a public servant. Why? Why? I don't get it. What are you going to figure out from his tax returns? That he used loopholes that he already told you he uses? What are you going to get? Nothing. Nothing. This is just political theater at its finest. This is just the other thing. I mean, they can't get him on collusion. They know they can't get him on obstruction. Now they're going to try to get him on tax returns? Tax returns. Oh, he hid money offshore. If I had that much money, I'd do the exact same thing. Oh, he used loopholes. If I had that much money, I would use the loopholes. If I had the wherewithal right now, I would use those loopholes. He's not doing anything any of us wouldn't do because taxation is theft. Most government spending is complete waste. And it only goes to people who don't deserve it. Plain and simple. So you know what? I hope he evaded all the taxes. I hope he didn't pay his fair share, quote unquote, from Bernie Sanders. I really hope he didn't because screw it. It goes to absolutely nothing. Everything the government touches turns to absolute dog crap. But anyway, go ahead and leave your opinion. 970-368-5658, 970-368-5658. And if you dissent, if you think we should see his tax returns, then give me a reason. 970-368-5658. I'd be happy to debate you. If we had Collins on the show, I'd be more than willing to have him happen. But we don't, so call the rant line. Until then, Trump is not the only person that leftists are trying to ban or succeeding in banning. Uh, there have been several, several right-wing conservatives and then also Louis Farrakhan banned from social media lately. And uh, the left is just absolutely loving it. So if we can get that brought up, Zach, let's go ahead and get that clip brought up. Until then, 970-368-5658. Tell me why we should see everyone's tax returns. All right, play it. President Trump is weighing in after Facebook banned several figures they've deemed extremists. The majority of those folks are from the far right. 
The president said, quote, I'm continuing to write the censorship of American citizens on social media platforms. This is the United States of America, and we have what's known as freedom of speech. The president also retweeted several right-wing accounts this weekend, including a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. So joining me now to talk about this is CBSN contributor and editor-in-chief for Wired magazine, Nick Thompson. Uh, okay, Nick, um, so explain to our audience who's been banned and what criteria is being used. Well, the ban has been applied to seven people, including Alex Jones, Louis Farrakhan, Paul Joseph Watson, who was Alex Jones's deputy, Miley Yiannopoulos, Laura Loomer, basically a large number of people on the far conspiracy theories spreading right, as well as Louis Farrakhan. The reason for the ban is that Facebook has policies about spreading hate. If you violate them a certain number of times, you get banned. Facebook analyzed it and decided that those seven accounts had crossed the line. Of course, these decisions are also political. So Facebook also decided that now was a moment to unveil this mass ban. So, so just give a sense of what this criteria is that they use. I mean, how do they know? And I think we've talked about this before, Nick. I think we did it last week yeah. when you were on CBS this morning with us. Um, you know, who, who decides what's offensive and what is not? What is offensive to some one person may not be necessarily offensive to somebody else. So how, do, how does Facebook decide that? Is it an algorithm? Are they actual human beings? So in the case of hate speech, it's human beings, right? So Facebook has a number of categories of content that they try to take off the platform. For example, nudity, content promoting terrorism. And in those two categories, it's very easy for algorithms to determine what is and what isn't. A computer can determine what is naked and what is not naked. It can determine what is pro-terrorist content. It can determine what is not. With hate speech, it's by far the hardest category in the category where Facebook uses the fewest algorithms yeah, and relies on humans the most. So what will generally happen is a computer may flag something or a user may flag something. Then it goes to a review of humans. And then eventually it's escalated up the chain. If it's a high profile personality or if the act that Facebook will take in response is an extreme one, like banning someone from the platform. Those decisions mm. are made by a small group of very senior people at Facebook who sit around a table and make choices. <laughs> right. um, as we mentioned, <laughs> uh, why do you think the president a group of people that sit around a table and make choices? Of, wow. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, extremists. 1984. There are a couple of reasons. So a cynical reading would be that Facebook in the past, when threatened by the right accusations that they are a censor or that they are unfair to the right, Facebook has then turned a blind eye. So during the 2016 election, one of the reasons there was so much Russian propaganda as well as fake news with headlines like Pope endorses Donald Trump was because Facebook was afraid to take that down because they feared criticism from the right, particularly senators who helped oh. regulate Facebook. So oh. the right wing knows that putting pressure on Facebook gets them better results. So that would be a cynical reading. A less cynical reading would be that Trump genuinely cares about free speech and there is no question that there's a trade-off that Facebook has to decide between keeping the platform safe and allowing lots of free speech and that Facebook's position has shifted. So an uncynical reading would say Trump genuinely cares about free speech. I guess a third hypothesis would be by retweeting all of these conspiracy theorists who are also very pro-Trump, he's going to drive lots of followers to them on Twitter that will help them amplify their message and will help his re-election. Hmm. All right. Um, he's he said, though, that he's monitoring censorship. Uh, I'm not asking you to read into the president's mind, but does is there is there a sense from people in the tech world that what's happening at Facebook is censorship? Um, 
I don't think there is. I think if oh, you don't, you don't I mean, think so. People who have very much fomented hate, who have spread manifestly untrue information, such as the theory that Sandy Hook was staged by crisis actors. There's no question within the tech community that there has to be a line somewhere. And there's no question that if there is a line somewhere, these are probably the people who are influential and have crossed it. Now, it is possible that Facebook, if it goes further and starts mass banning people on the right, or if it takes much more extreme actions, then there will be people in Silicon Valley in the tech community who turn against it. Remember, free speech is one of the fundamental ideals of Silicon Valley. It comes out of oh, Silicon Valley, 60s free speech. And there's a real libertarian really? brand in Silicon Valley. So no. oh my God, Facebook could go too far. But the general consensus is that they wow. enough and that this is a step in the right direction. All right, Nick Thompson. Oh, step in the right direction. Okay, I'm really glad that that absolute bullshit is over with. Are you kidding me? All right, so algorithms are really good, and they can easily pick out hate and violence, yet I have not seen one Antifa page taken down. I have not seen, uh, let's just go with the likes of any extremist Muslim taken down. I've not seen any of that taken down. They just added Louis Farrakhan, who is one of the most vile human beings on the face of the planet, and then tried to call him alt-right when it was obvious that he was on the far left, taken down. This is absolutely ridiculous. This guy is like just spouting nonsense. And he's like, when it comes to it, oh, it's a bunch of people in a board meeting making decisions on who gets to have free speech and who doesn't. Now, look, I have never always agreed with Alex Jones. I've watched this program. I think he's definitely out there, and he's absolutely a little bit kooky. But at the same time, should be completely banned from all social media so nobody has a chance to hear him? Absolutely not. That is stupid. Paul Joseph Watson has been one of the more actually even keeled I mean, commentators. Laura Loomer. What the hell? I mean, they started with Gavin McGinnis. Now it's Paul Joseph Watson, Laura Loomer, and then they try to lump Louis Farrakhan, that nut, in with these guys. It's saying that is a complete justification. It is not a justification. These guys are completely out of line. They are completely being publishers and not a free speech platform, which means they are branding themselves as something illegal. If you are going to censor on this level, and you are going to decide what comes on your platform and what doesn't, that you are a publisher and you should be liable for slander and death threats, which we here receive almost daily. Not me per se, sometimes me, but everybody at this organization, Major League Liberty, receives at least weekly. We receive either one death threat, one threatening letter. We're going to get you fired. We're going to show up at your house. We're going to harass you and your family. How is that making it through the just infallible algorithms? I don't know. Speaking of, uh, just reminded me, Reno uh, added me to one of his chats that he had with uh, Shannon, Louie, whatever. So he actually... Uh, reported uh i can't remember their name it's frma uh as far as the um group what the hell was it do you remember that logan fmra yeah do you remember what it stands for 
No, I don't. Um, so anyways, if you remember that picture, that screenshot that Louie took, uh, they were saying, I'm glad he finally got docs talking about Louie. His full name's out there. Here it is. Um, what did they say? Oh, yeah, I hope, no, everyone yeah. Reads I hope everybody. Yeah, no, that was the, uh, I forget what it stands for, but it's something stupid like family justice act. I, I don't know what it is. It's something absolutely ridiculous. There are a lot of these things in Colorado that are going after specifically Louie Huey. I will say that he is a target of most of this, but it does include MLL as well. And it's like, I hope that all of you go after Louie Huey. Louie Huey recently got doxxed. His entire family is at stake at this point because they showed his address. They want people to harass him. And they want people to harass us. They haven't come after us like that yet. But Louis Huey, the the only Hispanic of our group and the right-wing white supremacist Nazi, apparently has been completely doxxed by this group and other groups that are affiliated with Colorado Springs Antifa to go after him, show up at his house, throw bricks through his windows, spray paint his house and harass him nonstop. Yeah, let's not forget we got Matt Mimoser too. So he's not. We do. Yeah, well, no, but he hasn't been doxxed yet. That's why I'm saying. I love Matt Mimoser. He has not been nearly as involved as Louis Huey. No. Even though I wish he was because Matt Mimoser is a freaking genius. And I would love to have him on the show at any time. But Louis Huey has been the main target of this from Major League Liberty. There's That's not something we can shy away from. He really has. And he keeps the fight up, man. And this is not something that could ever, like, or not could ever, but should ever happen. We do have Louis Huey. We do have a rant. Two of them. There's just one more thing I got to say before we get to these rants. But I've known Louis Huey for a long time. Him and I started Major League Liberty together. We are the co-founders of this organization. We would not have been as big as we were without Ty, without Zach, without Jersey. But him and I founded this. We are the two founders. And Louis Huey is one of the most genuine people that I've ever met in my life. Same with the rest of you. But to see him getting targeted like this, he has more conspiracy theory views than I do that he wants to look into, and fine. But he is never, ever called for anybody to be doxxed, anybody's family to be harassed, anybody to be attacked like that, to have bricks thrown through the windows, to have violence perpetrated on them. Not once. I've known him my entire life, and not once have I ever heard that. And to have somebody else threaten that on him and his son and his family is the most despicable thing that I have ever seen in my life. And to have people stand up for that and to have Facebook say, because look, plain and simple, we know MLL, we're on the chopping block. We're not that far away from it. That's why we've gone to all these other platforms to say that, yes, we will be on these platforms, but our number one, Facebook, is going to chop us soon. We all know that. So everybody listening, follow those platforms because we're not going to be here for long. But to see all that happen and Facebook slam all these other people, but they don't slam Antifa. 
They don't slam CARE. They don't slam any of these other organizations that are calling for absolute violence and hatred. And to see them try to just say that, oh, yeah, the algorithms will catch it. It's bullshit. Never listen to that bullshit. Ever. We have never called for violence against anybody. Ever. There are people calling for violence against us and our friends and our brothers constantly. And nothing has happened and nothing will happen. Fuck Facebook. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cuss, but. It's where we built our business and they've absolutely betrayed us. We're next on the chopping block. Go ahead and play that Ranzac. All right. I figured it's a, uh, Oh, they're just pouring in. Now we got three. I'll have to check that one in a little bit. I thought That's this one was kind of pertinent. So I figured I uh, better play it or uh, better tell you anyways, see what you thought. So here we go. Can't wait. Hey, Zach and Logan, just want you guys to know you're doing a good job besides everybody else in the MML. The usual rant or warrant. I uh, just want to let you guys know, as far as the censorship, that we have a new uh, policy communications manager at Facebook. Her name is Sarah Pollack. Hmm. Uh, she's formerly been in the Hillary for America Shocker. campaign and other internship deals and whatnot and uh they're putting more and more democrat hitting clinton foundation people in there more and more and uh the censorship of uh alex jones and laura loomer and uh paul joseph watson is not going to stop with just them by 2020 it's going to be even more so giving you guys a heads up and thank you for doing such a great job have a good day Thanks, well, we thank you, sir. Thank you for giving us that insider information. I mean, it's not something that we haven't suspected, but now we have confirmation of it that they are getting more and more leftists on this quote unquote panel. And that's all it is. It's a panel of leftists. I mean, yeah, they couldn't they couldn't like ignore Louis Farrakhan. Let's be honest. Nobody could. But if you don't think that we're next on the chopping block, we are. We are definitely next. And I mean, not like the next one to go down, but we're definitely on there. I mean, there are plenty of people bigger than us that are going to get chopped first, but then we'll be all that's left. We're going to get chopped next. Zach, we got another rant. Yeah, the next one's Adam. Adam in Montana. It's a short one. The next one after this uh, looks like it's pertinent to the conversation. Not this one. The first one with Trump's tax returns. It looks like it's going to be a lengthy one. So here's Adam. Let's go back to that. All right. Yeah. Hey, great show. It's uh, A.W. from uh, Montana. Oops. Stop, A.W. My bad. <laughs> Joe, it's uh, A.W. from uh, Montana. And oh, I'll say this. Uh, to your point, as far as, uh, you know, uh, the, the government uh, being able to make a profit anywhere. I mean, just look at the damn post office. They haven't made a penny in years. And uh, that's all I got to say. Okay. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because, I mean, like, that's that's the classic argument for conservatives is if you want the government to be in control of everything, they always say, look at the post office or look at the DMV. Mm -hmm. Haven't made a penny in years. 
constant government bureaucracy of theories not acting out in reality and it sucks for everybody that's why like there are com like completely different entities uh i'm sorry this is like took me a whole direction that i was not planning on going into the show but completely different entities that are in the private sector that are doing the jobs of the post office of the dmv if they could that are trying to make it easier for people and people are flocking to them left and right because guess what if it's easy let's do it i'd rather give my money to that because i already pay for the freaking dmv i already pay for the post office and government spending every like everything that the government touches turns to crap instantly they are terrible terrible at like doing anything for funding they don't know how to allocate the resources they pay people that should not be paid. They do things that should not be done. And it turns into, well, this is all subsidized, so who cares where the money goes? And it's stupid. So you know what, AW, my boy, I thank you for your rant. Let's go on to the next one. All righty. I haven't listened to it, but I got a, a text of it. So here we go. Well, this sounds all right. great already. The only reason they want to see Trump's tax returns is because they don't want to be showing how much taxpayer money has been gone into fault claims of Russia collusion, not caring about American interest. They want to show that one person that obviously is an American and we all strive to fail or to succeed, but we do go through some times that we have to Use what we can as Americans to get through the rougher times. That I was it. Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton said, "Oh, it's Dramatic time not pause. to circle the wagons." Well, it's always time to circle the wagons because you don't know the outside environment that's coming towards. Or, yeah, I'm definitely um, a little too drunk to be. Totally, <laughs> but yeah. The only reason they want to see Trump's tax returns is because of the fact that you don't want to see how much politicians have used taxpayers' money to get out of scandals, such as Monica Lewinsky, such as uh, sex scandals. Like, I mean, like oh, Obama, he's during his uh, during his own uh, administration, he was sued. Over $300 million, I believe, that, or $30 million, he was sued because of uh, campaign finance rules and all that stuff. And his his whole life is sealed. His whole life is sealed. Obama, the last president's life is sealed. There's He's not wrong. He's a not. A professor in Columbia University at law school supposedly – Obama took his class, but this professor said he's never met an Obama or Barack Obama. He's never even met the person that says he was the president. The same president cannot provide a, a birth certificate for a driver's license, and he Twittered it or he like YouTubed the whole video himself. I'm sorry to say that these Democrats will do anything to delude and pollute or, how do you say, disguise their image as the righteous person 
when they lie straight to the American people every day. They will literally lie to everyone and not say for a one moment that they had their shit fucked off at the beginning. Hey. Is that the end? He ended it. <laughs> he got in. That man was a little bit drunk, but his the spirit of his point was on point. That's all I'm going to say because absolutely, yes, they all lied. I'm trying to figure out where he was going with this. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so it has come out that uh, President Obama's birth certificate was from Kenya. So there's that. It has been come out that Democrats are playing this game left and right, but I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna shit on this guy for being drunk. I can't do it. I loved what he was saying. It was a little incoherent, and I'm trying to still like piece it together in my mind. But he wasn't wrong. <laughs> was that our last rant? Yes. Okay, that was our last rant. Thank you, brother. I love you to death. Thank all three of you that sent those rants. Never forget, rant line, 970-368-5658. That works for any of our shows, not just this show, but any of our shows, 978, or I'm sorry, 970-368-5658. Works for any of our shows. And thank you all for leaving rants. It's great to hear from you guys. We love you all to death, and we love our listeners, and we can't wait to hear what you have to say. Now, following up, we have our last clip of the night. This is kind of a feel-good clip all about William Barr. So here we go ahead and play that, Zach. All right. Nice <laughs> heads up there, Logan. <clears throat> I know. Jay? I caught you finally. Hey, what the hell? Consider a report that the House of Representatives hold Attorney General William Barr and every time I go off of it, it shuts it up. What is the deal? Contempt of Congress. It is disgraceful. Last week, when the Attorney General refused to show up for this committee's kangaroo court, the majority set up an empty chair, ate chicken and pretty much made a mockery of this committee. <laughs> it's worth noting that Attorney General did appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee the day before he was scheduled to come here, where the unreasonable demand that he be queried by staff attorneys was not made. Senators did the questioning themselves, as is normal, and the same should have been the case here instead of chicken gate. He had all of the elements to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they conspired together. There's a big difference between not having connections and having guilt <laughs> beyond a reasonable doubt. All right. Then Mr. Trump gets on the telephone with Mr. Putin and has a 90 minute conversation or something like that, where he can see on a phone call that he smiled at him. For what purpose is the gentleman from Ohio seek recognition? Mr. Chairman, I move to strike the last word. Gentleman is recognized. What purpose is the gentlelady from Texas seek recognition? Strike the last word. Strike the last word. Strike the last word. Strike, move oh. strike the last word. I move to strike the last word. Gentleman. I move to strike the last word. I move to strike the last word. The gentleman from uh, Florida. 
By the way, if we get one more rant, we will play it on tonight's show. Move to strike the last word. 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 Move the last word. Strike the last word. Move to strike the last word. Strike the last word. When I was courting my wife and trying to get her to agree to marry me, and I just wouldn't let her leave until she committed. And I just kept talking and talking and, and bringing up 6E and 6G and everything that I could. Finally, 39 years ago, she agreed to marry me. So I won. Uh, but we can't let the Republicans win today trying to sweet talk us and trying to sweet talk the American people. The, the answer is very simple. We would to release the report within the bounds of the law. That's what the attorney general's doing, and that's what apparently you keep missing. I don't understand the, why that's so the difficult. Sweet talk, <laughs> sweet talk is obscuring the real issue, and we need to stop the sweet talk. We have lawful responsibilities, constitutional responsibilities, to uh, to engage in. One of which is possibly impeachment. How can we impeach without getting the documents? Positive question. How can we impeach? If we don't get the documents, how can we impeach if we don't get the documents? Ladies and gentlemen, this hearing is not about the attorney general. It's not about the Mueller report, 92% of which everyone in America has had the opportunity to read. It's not about the fact that even the portions that the American people haven't been able to read, the chairman's been able to read had he chosen. This is all about impeaching the president. Some people know that you can't hold someone in contempt you can vote to do that but you can't be in contempt for failing to produce things that are illegal for you to produce nobody's asking the attorney general to disobey the law we're asking the attorney general to obey the law and produce the Mueller report and the supporting documentation which he did that we've been requesting for a couple months now he offered to let the chairman and five other democrat leaders review the less redacted report at the department of justice including a 99.9% unredacted volume on instruction. In an odd move for anyone demanding access to information, the chairman and the other elected Democrats given access have declined to view that report. The subpoena, as it stands today, requires the attorney general to break the law to be fully compliant. If you look at it on its face, that's beyond dispute. I know that and you know that, and, and yet you are nonetheless rushing to hold him in contempt. It's designed to be the foundation of a dialogue and is not designed to uh, force our hand in what we insist on in court. And Mr. Chairman, the beginning of a dialogue, let me yield to Mr. Buck, if I may. Mr. Chairman, um, I've never, I've issued many uh, subpoenas or requested the court to issue many subpoenas on behalf of prosecutors' offices that I've worked in. I've never considered it at the beginning of a dialogue. I've considered it a command by the court to produce documents. You've terminated our ongoing negotiations and abandoned the accommodation process. That's a dialogue. Why did you do this and why are we here if this is part of the dialogue? Um, we didn't terminate. They did by refusing to go make any offer in good faith. The gentlelady from Florida is recognized. I think it's all about trying to destroy Bill Barr because Democrats are nervous. He's going to get to the bottom of everything. 2017. Senator Schumer on the Rachel Maddow show talking about then President elect Trump says this. If you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Now, I don't know if the FBI went after President Trump in six ways, 
but I sure know they went after him in two ways. And the first one is the now famous dossier. On October 21st, 2016, the FBI used one party's opposition research document as the basis to go to a secret court to get a warrant to spy on the other party's campaign. That happened. Democrat National Clinton campaign paid Perkins Coie law firm who hired Fusion GPS, who then hired a foreigner, Christopher Steele, who did what? Talked to Russians and put together this in contempt for refusal to comply with a subpoena duly issued by the committee on the judiciary as amended favorably to the House. Those in favor respond by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, no. No. And the ayes have it. Roll call, committee report. The roll call is requested. The clerk will call the roll. Mr. Nadler? Aye. Mr. Nadler votes aye. Ms. Lofgren? Ms. Jackson Lee? Ms. Jackson Lee votes aye. Mr. Chairman, there are 24 ayes and 16 noes. The ayes have it. The committee report as amended is ordered reported favorably to the House. And that's how the circus goes. Man, I mean, I just feel like it's broken. It hurts, but I feel like it's broken. Government controls what from one political party just gets their way, and that's the way it goes. Zach, how are you feeling? Logan, quit trying to sweet talk everyone. Quit trying to I sweet know, talk right? listeners. I'm, twi- I, I'm trying I actually, to swoon people. Damn I, actually, it. I actually heard that live. I was driving down the road. I had it playing, and yeah, <laughs> sweet talk, sweet talk, and it's all I could talk yeah. about. So. Well, I mean, if it works. <sighs> well, after all this nonsense and BS and democratic political shows, do we have any other rants? Let me look. All right. If we have one more, we'll play it. If not, we're doing our final thoughts. Go ahead and give your final thoughts. Let me check it. No, your final thoughts are first, man. We're just going to stare at you until we figure out what's up. I know. I'm just going to stare at you. You're staring at me. Welcome to my life. Welcome (laughs) to my life, Zach. (laughs) All right. But anyway, you're going to drop yourself. Yeah, because you have control and I don't. Okay, that's fine. So I can listen to the rant so we don't have enough. Three minutes. We have another rant. Okay, great. All right. I'll talk for a little bit. Go ahead and drop yourself. So after all that political circus and political BSery, the only thing that came out of it was the AG General Barr was actually following the law. He was following what he, he was supposed to follow, what he got appointed to follow, what it is his duty to follow. And because of that, Democrats are holding him in contempt of court. It's hilarious. You just saw the circus. You just saw the circus that happens every time something like this happens. Now, I'm not saying that this is something that is completely inherent to a republic. Because it is. I mean, at one point or another, you're going to have these two parties doing this circus, vying for power, figuring out what happens. It's not the first time it's happened, but I mean, can we accept this really? Do we actually accept this as what's going on? Because do not forget, these representatives are representatives of you. So if those representatives that you saw do, and you do not like the clips that you saw, 
and you're in those states, write your representative. If they represent you, let them know how you feel. It'll only be a drop in the bucket or only be a drop in an ocean. But what is an ocean but a multitude of drops? You have to do your part, and that's what a constitutional republic is all about. We all have to do our part. Zach, how was that rant? Uh, he even says it. it's not a rant, but it's worthy. I can grab it if you want. Screw it. Let's show it and then do our final thoughts. Okay. Grab it. I am always in favor of giving our viewers a chance to be heard. So let's hear this Hi. and see what it says. I agree. Here we go. Hey, guys, it's not a rant, but maybe a rave to end off the show good. Um, CNN recently had to lay off 100 employees, maybe because their ratings are below 27%. So he's right. Maybe they're uh, not doing so good this time of year for a reason. So I thought that was pretty funny. You guys have a good night. Church. It absolutely is funny. I find it hilarious and I find it very telling. CNN's ratings, MSNBC's ratings, CBC's ratings, CNBC's ratings, all of them are going down the toilet. And now they're trying their best to censor everybody on social media. For whatever reason they say, oh, they spread hate, they spread violence, even though there's no proof of any of that besides Louis Farrakhan on the people that they actually banned. But they're still doing it. And the reason they're doing it is because the mainstream media is faltering and people don't trust them anymore. Plain and simple. I have my final thoughts lined up, but since y'all do not get the opportunity to hear Zach's final thoughts, I want him to have the first take on this. Uh, good what are your final thoughts for this show? Zach, my man. <laughs> good show. Good show. Um, Dan Cranshaw, 2024. That's all I got to say about him. That guy's awesome. Um, where did we go from there? We went to the blue states. And the quote from TYT, California's brilliant plan to get Trump off the ballot. Uh, just shows how loony the left is. Um, actively trying to take away people's voice, take away the voters' voice. Shocker. Um, what did we go to after that? Oh, the Facebook. Facebook censorship. Censorship as a whole, I think is is pretty much terrible. Um, if it's a bad idea, it's gonna be it's gonna be exposed uh, with people with good ideas. Um, uh, as you see my shirt the other day that says "F F your censorship." Um, then where did we go, Logan? <laughs> did we go After that, it was bar, dude. Yeah, bar. I listened yeah. to a lot of that today. Um, it was it was total party line vote like like you expect it to. Um, I did like uh, uh, the ranking member. What's his name? Dang it, um, Collins. I did like uh, what Collins was saying that you know this is way too early. If you want to do this, if you think you know it should be done, this is way too early because um, it is way too early and um, it's never really been done this early on something like this. Um, the only time that it has was for impeachment, not for a report or not providing, you know, what the committee wanted. So that was a little loony if you ask me, but 
let me go grab that last clip for you. All right. So the last clip will be our outro. I'm going to go ahead and get my final thoughts on this show. Starting out with Dan Crenshaw. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's not the hero that we deserve, but he's the hero that we need. That man stands for liberty more than anybody else I've ever seen. And I've been doing my best to do it for three years now. And I cannot name another person that stands for liberty more than Dan Crenshaw does. That man is an absolute American hero in more ways than one. He was a Navy SEAL that did multiple tours of duty and wanted to go back after almost being blinded and like completely and losing one eye, losing his depth perception to an IED. That man deserves more respect than anybody I have ever met. So Dan Crenshaw, you are the absolute man. I will never stop promoting you. I will never stop saying that you are the keeper of liberty because you are the hero that we do not deserve, but you are the hero that we need. After that, I will say on the blue states trying to ban Trump, this is from the actual party that is constantly complaining about voter suppression. I'm going to let that sink in. A little bit. So they're constantly complaining about voter suppression, which actually does not exist in their world, are suppressing the votes of people who want to vote for Donald Trump. And they're still complaining about voter suppression. This is why a pure democracy is not a good thing. Thing. It is the two wolves fighting over who will eat the sheep for dinner. Plain and simple, this is being played out perfectly with these blue states saying that they want to ban the sitting president who is up for re-election from the ballot. Completely legally up for re-election, completely legally on the ballot. They want to ban him because they don't like him. Plain and simple. It is absolutely disgusting. We should not allow it in our states call your state representatives and say this is absolute bs as far as the facebook bans go if you guys do not think that we are next on the chopping block you are insane we are alex jones is a man who is very out there he says a lot of things that i do not agree with and he has a lot of conspiracy theories that i do not agree with but at the same time do i fault him for looking into into those conspiracy theories? No, I don't. And the reason I don't is because the most important revelations throughout American history have always been found out through people who are looking into quote-unquote conspiracy theories. You do not have to agree with them, but you don't have to ban them. Paul Joseph Watson doesn't even do that. He just speaks the truth. Laura Loomer, I don't know a lot about, but everything I've seen about Laura Loomer, she speaks the truth as well. And then they just lump Louis Farrakhan, who is an open anti-Semite, not apologetic for it, and actually has said he wants to kill all Jews, in with these guys who have never said anything even close to the sort, never had anything saying that they were anywhere close to committing violence on anybody else. And then they try to say he's a right-wing extremist. He's been in bed with the Democratic Party since he was pretty much giving it to Obama up the butt. But whatever, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that because, you know, I don't want to get banned even though I'm going to. And the final thing, William Barr actually being an attorney general that subscribes to the law, that understands he's not above the law, 
that understands he has to follow the law is a man that is following the law. And now the Democratic House of Representatives is holding him in contempt, literally, for following the law. This is where we're at in our union. This is where we're at in the United States. This is what is actually happening. And we need to wake more people up to what is actually happening. Otherwise, this republic is lost. This republic is based on a populace that does its own research and seeks the truth itself. The individual doing his own research and seeking the truth itself. This republic is only strong and can only maintain peace through its strength. So I leave you guys with this last clip from Ronald Reagan called Peace Through Strength. We can maintain peace, and the only way we can do it is by maintaining our strength as the people of this republic. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. We will see you later. Liberty prevails. Play it. Let me make this an absolute fact. The goal is world peace. That must be our prime responsibility. We are the leader of the free world, whether we want to be or not. And therefore, we are the only ones that can preserve the peace. And to do that, we must have strength. Meeting this mission and this responsibility for preserving the peace, which I believe is a responsibility peculiar to our country, that we cannot shirk our responsibility as the leader of the free world because we're the only one that can do it. And therefore, the burden of maintaining the peace falls on us. And to maintain that peace requires strength. America has never gotten in a war because we were too strong. I've always believed that this land was set aside in an uncommon way. That a divine plan placed this great continent between the oceans to be found by a people from every corner of the earth who had a special love of faith, freedom, and peace. Let us reaffirm America's destiny of goodness and goodwill. Let us work for peace. And as we do, let us remember the lines of the famous old hymn, O God of love, O King of peace. Make wars throughout the world to cease. There's some who've forgotten why we have a military. It's not to promote war, it's to be prepared for peace. There's a sign over the entrance to Fairchild Air Force Base in Washington State. That sign says it all. Peace is our profession. not when the forces of freedom are strong. It is when they are weak that tyrants are tempted. 
objectives we seek, first and foremost, is the establishment of lasting world peace. But let our friends and those who may wish us ill take note. The United States has an obligation to its citizens and to the people of the world never to let those who would destroy freedom dictate the future course of life on this planet. There are no words to express the extraordinary strength and character of this breed of people we call America. They're concerned, yes. They're not frightened. They're disturbed, but not dismayed. They are the kind of men and women Tom Paine had in mind when he wrote during the darkest days of the American Revolution. We have it in our power to begin the world over again. Ladies and gentlemen of the Armed Forces, on behalf of a grateful Commander-in-Chief, I salute you. We are and should be concerned, but we are not frightened. We do have it within our power to create a world anew. Liberty will prevail but only because of you. Zach, cue that outro. Thank you so much for tuning in, and do not forget our other shows. MLL will never stop fighting for you, and I know you will never stop fighting for us. We love you. God bless. Major League Liberty. Defending life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And our happiness is always destroying the globalist agenda, exposing the flaws in fake news media, and of course, providing excellent entertainment.